something borrowed, something blue. Give us all your juicy news, sensational, irrational. It's Wedding Confessionals. Welcome back to another episode of Wedding Confessionals. I am Brooke. And I'm Pam. And the only thing we love more than weddings is... Talking shit about weddings. Yeah, let's get on into it. Before we actually talk about weddings, can we talk about the amazing tater tots we just ate? Oh my God, they were so good. I know. I, I kind of had to step away and I may at some point have to go back to them. I ate more than I should have. Because they're still there and they're haunting me. So at any point, if I need a tater tot break, I need you to just respect my boundaries and my needs. Oh, boy. Bring them in. <laughs> just, just bring them in. My carb needs. Um, <laughs> so it's not just you and I talking about tots today. It's not just tot talk. Tot talk. We have our friend Brian Maylard. He is an actor. He is a musician. He is a friend, but yes. he asked me to leave that part out. I wanted to leave it up to the listener to determine if we were actually friends or By not. the end of the oh. podcast, listeners, please vote. <laughs> There'll be a poll on the site and you can say, is Brian a friend? <laughs> is Brian a friend? I think that'll come down to if I get some tater tots. Oh, well. Some more tater tots. I was going to say, Susan, don't you make it sound like I didn't give you tater tots. You know, she slapped my hand away with a sharp spoon. Like a good southern lady. Do not reach. <laughs> Bad. No more tighter tots. Yeah. Hi, everybody. Hi, Ryan. Hello. Hello. Welcome, Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Thanks for joining us. Nice to be Are you excited be... to talk about weddings? I am very excited to talk about weddings. Are you excited just to talk about other people's drama that's not new yours? Uh, as I've told you both, I'm just excited to, to be away from my annoying kid because he's just <laughs> oh, He is adorable. No, he's wonderful. He's so cute. But this does constitute a night out for me. I, as I, I have a three and a half year old. And this is the first time I've been out after 7 p.m. in what three years? And you had tater tots. And I had tater tots. It's shoved really in a room with two women. Been the greatest day since the birth of my son. <laughs> Can't get away from the tater tots. No. Why would you want Kid to? Food. <laughs> so, um, what we like to do in the beginning is talk to uh, our guest and mm. kind of introduce them to our audience about what their background is with weddings. So, how many weddings have you been to in your lifetime? What's your wedding I, I history? I was trying to think about this. I think I think I would probably be in the, the 12 to 15 range. Not a huge number either, yeah, okay. but you know, all the college friends plus one or two family. So, I've got a I've got a a broad range, but I'm no I'm no expert. Were how old were you the first time you went to a wedding? Did you go as a kid a lot? No. No. No one cuz we were a pretty small family, so there weren't a lot of extended cousins and things getting married. And yeah. The ones we did have were all my age. Yeah. Um, so I would say the first wedding that I can, well, my aunt got married in my living room when I was about 10 or 11. And that was, I, even then I remember that was weird. <laughs> it was weird. She Is was that in, weird? Yeah. She was in front of the fireplace. Like it was just my aunt and like 25 people. And I think my grandfather officiated. Yeah. Things were odd back then. It, yeah. was, it was the early nineties. That works. I haven't, yeah. I haven't shared this yet. I don't yeah. even know if Pam, you know this about me, but one of my wedding history, parts of me loving weddings yeah. is that my grandparents on my mother's side, my grandfather uh, was a Baptist minister and his wife, they met at college and she played uh, uh, music. She was like a music major. So she's really good at the organ and piano. Yes, so, she was. <laughs> Sorry. Really? Oh, How dare grandma. you? Grandma. I mean, whatever. She, <clears throat> she did all right. Hey, she got a man, right? <laughs> she's a looker. There you go. Um, so... Obviously, he married a lot of people. He married a lot of my family members because he's, you know, minister. Sure. But um, he was a Navy chaplain. And then after he got out, he, you know, worked just, you know, as just like a Baptist minister in the South. And then when he retired from the church, he's still a person who's ordained to marry people. And he just liked, he liked weddings. So one of his... It's in your blood. Yeah. One of his business models, you know, even after retirement was... If you wanted, you could come into his home. He had this beautiful house that like overlooked this small lake and they had this really big living room and you could get married in his living room. My grandmother would play the piano Aww. and then they could have a quick reception like on their back huge patio overlooking this lake. See, now I regret Perfect. making no, the no, organ no, it's joke. Fine. But I, That's as a sweet. kid, would like basically sit at the top of the banister and watch people that I didn't know get married. Wow. Now, did that inform your kind of, not to be too sexist here, but like your little girl image of like, oh, I want to get married one day. Like, did it make you? No. No. 
of all of my friends, I thought I was going to get married last. I didn't date a lot when I was super young. I was never like a boy crazy. <laughs> you were super young. No, but like in high school and college, I was never a boy crazy girl. Yeah. So I was never like, like, oh, I can't wait to get married in this church or have like dreams or whatever. But like people getting married and it being kind of like an everyday, like part of my grandparents' life, like from really early on in my life was just kind of a thing. Hmm. Isn't that weird? Wow. Yeah. Uh-huh. Papa and Grandier, shout out. So sweet. Yeah, they're adorable. But yeah, but that being said, like yeah. getting married in the living room is a little odd. Yeah, and I think my aunt was probably in her late thirties. Yeah. I mean, I think it was sort of a later in life, maybe even her forties. I don't I don't know. Late thirties not wanna, that late. Well, no, well I guess I know, back in the eighties yeah, though. Yeah. yeah. She was yeah. definitely considering it was my it's my mom's sister. And so it was sort of like, Oh, she's finally found a man let's do it you know i don't know it just i even like i said at 10 or 11 i felt you it felt was like the vibe. this is interesting yeah you the know, vibes must nice, be heavy nice reception on the front on the front lawn and yeah. i think i played basketball with the groom in my driveway <laughs> during the day, where like he, you do where Perfect. he told me stories like you know i used to be able to dunk and i was like oh that's that's great aren't you getting married <laughs> shouldn't you be focused on, uh, cut the cake yeah. something right. no. <laughs> but i would say the first modern modern wedding that i can that i went to was my sister's and that was a very traditional you know, Catholic Church. My, yeah. Her husband was Catholic. Uh, well, Catholic was Catholic was. Well, I, I I don't want to speak for him because I don't really know what they've. But that was what he was raised. I think. Yeah. So mm-hmm. they, my sister had to go to like. So like classes. the mass. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah, that's she right. Had to do all that, and we yeah. are not a religious family, so it was a very tough wow. time for my that's sister. That's dedication. She, yeah, yeah. But yeah. it was nice, and I remember uh, I was in the in the bridal party bridal party in the party the yeah. wedding party yeah and i cried i cried when my sister because it was like it was Aww, the first sweet. time my sister and i you know she not that we weren't close but we never we didn't share a lot of like emotional moments and for some reason that just struck me at that moment i was like oh my big sister oh it's sweet yeah, it was nice i love that fun fact it was nice yeah i cried at brian's wedding oh. when brian gave his vows he well, broke cause me. I ha- yeah, I had the perfect little voice oh, crack in there. God, I almost he broke lost me it. hard. And I am oh. not a public crier. And I was like, fuck you, Brian. <laughs> fix my makeup. Yeah. That is good shit. I held it together. <laughs> but yeah. None of us did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I could contribute. Yeah, to yeah. It. So as a performer, yeah, A-plus. I nailed it. <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> So now we we know that you uh, you had a wedding because Brooke was there. Spoiler, I, did. I know. Um, Sorry, ladies. But um, since you were the groom, why don't you um, start us at the proposal? Ooh, yeah. The, well, my wife and I had been together for I want to say eight or nine years already at that point. So it was sort of a foregone conclusion that we were going to get married. But Was it? Were you always? I think so. We, we okay. were never, she, my wife is not at all like, oh, we got to get married. There was no ultimatums. There was nothing like that. But it was also, mm-hmm. she wasn't particularly in a rush. I mean, we just kind of, I don't know. I mean, maybe in, in retrospect, maybe I, <laughs> I didn't pick up on those signals <laughs> as well as I could have. I don't think your wife knows how to be passive That's true. So She's I just think, aggressive aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> so I think I would have known. I love you, Jessica. But I did know that, I did know that uh, you know, if I was going to do it, that I, I couldn't just sort of be like, you know, we should get married. Let's go. You know, like I wanted it to be something special. And the, the best way that I could convey the meaning of it was... People who know me know that I'm, and now Brooke and I will agree that the word is frugal. The rest of the word, the world will say cheap. We're cheap. We're cheap. It's okay. I am too. And so <laughs> I decided that the- Me three. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I'm really cheap. I mean- <laughs> he d- Pam, it, I can tell you, he beats us. It okay. wasn't, okay. It's, and it's not because I, I'm a miser. It's just because I was raised, I mean, we had we had weddings in our living room for crying out loud. We saved money wherever yeah. we could. We were, we were raised kind of in fear of money a little bit. You know, I, I, we, we didn't have a lot. My, my mom and dad were divorced. My dad didn't really contribute. My mom worked three jobs. And so. Well, it shapes your view of money as an adult, which you take into all the wedding planning and like you're saying, the proposal. Sure. Sure. And so for me growing up, I kind of had to find a way to be like, you know what? If I spend a hundred bucks on this, the world isn't going to end. You know what I mean? And so I learned that. And anyway, so. The way that I could show Jessica how important she truly was to me was to be like, you know what? I'm not even going to worry about this. And for Christmas, I told her I'd take her anywhere in the world. Just anywhere. She picked a place. Baller. I, yeah. I just said, you know, Australia, Iceland, England, anywhere you want to go. And so we ended up settling on England, London, and Paris. 
And uh, so you said I'll take you any one place, and she said you're taking two. me too. Yeah. Well, I guess I guess Europe <laughs> being right. Europe oh, okay. being so small. <laughs> like, what a great grab! It's like he doesn't do this often, so right. what he does. <laughs> so I'm gonna take advantage. Yep. <laughs> so uh, and so, I don't know. I don't know honestly if I knew at that because this was for Christmas. If I knew at that Christmas that wherever she picked, I was going to propose. But when it kind of because oh London, Paris, it was romantic. I was like, you know what? Yeah, it's true. So I got that vibe, and so. I'd been to London. I spent a semester in London in college, and I loved it. But I was thinking, all right, Paris. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it somewhere in Paris. Yeah, swoon. But I'd never been, so I didn't know where, where I wanted to do it. The when? only thing I knew I didn't want to do was under the Eiffel Tower, because I've be- been to Times Square and Hollywood Boulevard enough times to know that tourist destinations are ch- tourist destinations. They're not romantic. They're, I mean, it's pretty. But anyway, so that's fair. So I flew to London for four days with a diamond ring in my camera case because I knew because oh. I knew my wife would never go like like get the technical camera stuff because she's like, <laughs> whatever he wants to play with that stuff so it just sat there <laughs> and then we got to Paris. How nerve wracking is that by the was, way? Well, there was a like the, when you go through security yeah. international. Oh, everyone has to do that that whole like. Sorry, what? Oh, I thought it was the dog. Just to update the listeners, the dog is actually not in the room right now, which is. We're guessing at any point she's going to want to barrel in in here. Mm -hmm. So shout out to Ruthie. Ruthie. Sorry. Continue. So, uh, yeah, everyone, you know, I think every husband who brings a, or every fiance who brings a ring has to be like, no, honey, you go ahead. You go first. And then like trying to signal the x-ray technician, like there's a ring in here. There's a gun. (laughs) So yeah, I I carried it around with a lot of kind of, you know, flop sweat. And then anytime we were in a questionable... (laughs) situation but there was i think there was a uh, safe in the hotel room that i put it in without jessica knowing but anyway so when we got to paris i had already been carrying a ring for four days so i knew i wanted to get it out of the way so we could be engaged in paris yeah, yeah. and so we the first day we we you know we took the, the train through the the channel it was beautiful but we went out to dinner jessica had a couple of glasses of wine <laughs> then i wanted to make sure she was sober enough so we had to walk for a while we went past the eiffel tower <laughs> So it ends up it ends up being about one thirty in the morning. You and want to make sure she's sober enough to remember this that's, moment. Well, I'll tell you the proposal because. <laughs> oh. So I literally had just sort of been trying to wait for the right moment, and I knew I know it when it when it happened. And so we're walking down the Seine at at one thirty in the morning, and I think school had just let out, so there's all these drunken Parisian teenagers drinking wine on the banks, and while it was fun, it wasn't really romantic. So we're walking and. We finally literally come to the end of the walkway. Like, there's nowhere else to go. It's <laughs> You're just literally either, the end of the road. And then the road. So I was like, "Well," I said, "Honey," I go, "How how drunk are you right now?" And she, <laughs> what every girl wants to hear. Yes. And I think she, I think she said, "You know, I'm all right." But I go, "But you'll remember this moment." And I think that's when it hit her what was happening. So. <gasps> Uh, we were all by our, well we weren't all by ourselves there was a couple making out along the way but I thought it was a nice like a, it was like a, a painting a, you know a Parisian yeah. couple making out on a bench uh, so yeah I got down on a knee and reached into the camera bag and sputtered out some you know speech about why it had taken eight years or nine years but uh, but yeah and she said yes immediately and oh, we found a no. we found a phone booth and called America at 2.30 in the morning which in America was like 10 a.m. or something and yeah. mm-hmm. told her mom and that's cute I, in a phone booth it was nice that's and then the next adorable. day we went back to the spot and had to find somebody like would you take a picture of us right here because this is where we got engaged last night it was very romantic and everyone was like oh, we whatever we yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like people get engaged here every day it's nothing new you have to so, like lie and be like we're Canadian right, right. don't yeah. hate us don't, no you gotta remember this was 2010 we, we weren't we were we weren't hated yet hated yet, yet. We, oh, man, we were in, still in the honeymoon of Obama's yeah. That First, Obama bubble. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> so it was a wonderful proposal, and it was uh, it was a, a hell of a story and a place to do it. So yeah, oh, man, mm. I love it. So then, how much were you involved in the wedding planning portion? We, well, Jessica is not a wasn't a, a crazy bride either in terms of like I have to have it this way. But she also is very she likes things her way. So I was happy to kind of give it over as much as I could. Was what that I, your gift to her? Yeah. Well, no, the gift was the European vacation. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh. uh, all right. All right. Yeah. No, what I found was I, I was how unimportant the the groom seemed to be in the process, just fr- from a general sense. Like it feels like the industry, and this makes sense is geared so completely towards the bride that the that the groom is sort of an afterthought and 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 i was so 
struck by like, you know, there is a, there is a big portion of this that's the husband and you should kind of be more, you know, in welcoming to his input. And I mean, the websites, there's nothing, you know, the only thing that's geared towards men is the like, here's gifts for your groomsmen. Here's lighters and, and compasses and pens that you can give to your boys. And flasks. Yeah, and flasks. <laughs> and when like you went to look at venues and stuff or yeah. meet with any of the vendors, are they mostly just thinking they're supposed to talk to her and kind of ignoring no, you? No, no. It's just more... It's just more like the, I said. I just feel the like industry. the industry itself. I mean, I, I, I have a personal like thing against uh, feeling taken advantage of and, sure. and, and injustice in the world. And I, I, you know, I've always maintained if you just said, "Hey, I'm throwing a party for a hundred people. Can I rent out this venue and get a caterer and do this?" You'd be like, "Oh yeah, that'll be uh, two thousand bucks." But the minute you say wedding, oh, it's like, yeah. "Oh, it's twenty thousand mm-hmm. bucks." So it, it, there was a part of me that really wanted to be like, oh, really? That's how much it is? Maybe we can uh, change that around if it's just a birthday party, you know, like really stand my ground. But I, I gave up pretty early on. And I, a lot of that was that decision, like I said, to spend the money on the on the trip was the same like to spend the money on the wedding. Yeah, that because, was my next question is that yeah. if you are politely calling you frugal. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. How did you handle I mean, like, because having a, even a smaller wedding, how yeah. many people were at your wedding? We, I think we were around a hundred. Yeah, a hundred yeah. people in L.A. It adds up. It's a, yeah. it's, it's a, it's, it's a big expense. expense. Yeah. So how, like, how did you mentally just, do you just, just had to yeah, I, let it um, go? Well, all those years of being so frugal kind of gave us a little bit of a, of a buffer. Yeah. So I had some money saved. But was know? there like a, like a budget? I don't think so. Yeah. I think we just sort of, what we did was kind of work backwards. Like once we we figured out all the things we'd need and we tried to find the lowest bids of the ones that we liked. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, my wife is very savvy in that she would show me the place that she wanted first and then be like, I'd be like, honey, we got to see two other places. We can't just pick the first place. And then we'd do these other two shitholes and I'd be like, oh, it's the first place. She's like, you think? All right, babe, if that's what you want. Like she knew the whole time. So I, w- I was, but I was Played you like a yeah. fiddle. Girl but, you know, yeah. <laughs> that being said, I know we're paying her like, it's not like she's some like just spending all your money. No, type. not at all. Yeah. She's the same. She was yeah. the same. She was like. And she's a mindful of money yeah. type person too, which I think same like you were. She, she's not going to go get scammed. Right. She just wanted, she didn't have some, you know, fairytale wedding in her mind either. She just, the thing that we both focused on, and, and I'm sure she would reiterate this, is we wanted to. All the things that people hate about weddings, be like, oh, that was nice, but the ceremony was too long or the band was terrible. We wanted to eliminate all those. So we literally just wanted to have the best experience for everybody, whatever that meant. So if that meant we didn't spend as much on this because no one cares about that, but we spent a lot on the band because the band had to kick ass because we're band musicians. Kicked ass. And the band kicked ass. Yeah, like oh, that's we, true. Yeah, as a musician, mm-hmm. you're not going to put up with shitty exactly. music. Yeah. yeah. And we needed to have, as, as performers and as people, you know, we needed to have like, a, a, a tight 10 as a as a ceremony <laughs> like we weren't going to have a long-winded boring we, we're going to have a friend who's an actor get ordained with the ch- life church of the internet yep, sure. and, do a gr- and do a great you know five minute speech about what like is, a light come on at the end when it was like you're going exactly. over you're going yeah, over he got the five minute light exactly <laughs> I think we quoted Princess Bride in the you know Mowage yeah, it was it. fun perfect so you know we, we just wanted to make sure that it was everything we wanted and nothing that everyone else didn't want to sit through because we'd all been through that enough times in our lives. So yeah. I think we pulled it off. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Because you had a good experience. I feel like you enjoyed your we wedding. Did. We yeah. did. We made a point to, I mean, everyone says that, you know, take a, take a moment where you walk away with your bride and you just try to remember that moment. And we do. We, we think about it. But I'll tell you, the thing that helps is things like what you say where like people tell us that, Man, your wedding, like five years later, yeah. your wedding, it was, was fucking awesome. Like, it was so much fun. Yeah. I still think back to that. We had it in this great place in LA that we can go back to on our anniversary and have dinner there. And That's cool. It's That's cool. Nice. Yeah. So it, it was, we, we, even some things that we didn't intend, you know, five years down the line, yeah. we made the right choice. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was nice. Aww. So, would you say with all of that, is there one moment that was like the best part about your wedding? Like the best moment. It's going to sound cheesy. I mean, we don't care. We're no, a wedding sure. podcast. Come on. <clears throat> the, <laughs> the, the, the compliments or the reminders that we do get constantly are still the best part. Like people saying five years oh, later, nice. that it was a great one. But I, but that, that walk when they introduced us, cause the place we had, it was like two, two floors and we walked down these stairs together and we met on the dance floor and we had this great dance because Jess was always worried that she can't dance. 
but it was just a swaying back and forth for four minutes and it was it was it was awesome. I mean, it the was like dance. the first dance, but Aww. just because we weren't dancing, we were just looking at each other and laughing and saying, oh, "Being my God, in the look, moment." Look at that idiot over there. That's you know, my sister's here. You know, like Wait, <laughs> your sister, what? idiot. No, no, I'm talking dancing. about you. I'm oh, saying, look at that. Cool. Look at Brooke. Yeah, I don't know. I was two martinis yeah. at that point. Let's be real. Exactly. <laughs> you were, yeah, you were still wiping the makeup off after my vow. That was a mess. <laughs> yeah. So it, uh, it it was a. From the whole point, it was from the whole from there isn't a, a best moment because it was there wasn't a bad moment. You know what yeah. I mean? There wasn't a oh god, this went wrong mm. or this. Although it's going to be my next yeah. question. Oh, go ahead. Like you know, you have the high. Yeah. Is there something that was that stands out as as a low? Are, are you allowed to say it? There. Well, there is, yeah. but but I'll I, the spoiler for the listeners. I think my wife's coming on in the future yeah. and I almost want to save this story for her okay she deserves oh. this story oh I know this story yeah. let's just I say it, in, it involves some agree. some of her a groomsman bridesmaid <laughs> disaster yeah. and you probably did you even know as it was happening I, that I it knew happened? after the fact uh, like you as were we, blissfully unaware yeah I'll, I'll set it up for the listener and you'll have to come back later yeah but there was a uh, my, my wife had a couple of fellas in her bridal party and one of them um Stayed out a little late the night before, and we'll leave it there. And we'll leave it there. Yeah, uh, but because as <laughs> we are right. as we're lining up to get in, we can't find him. So, oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. Bum, oh, bum, bum. All right, we got to get Jessica on. Paige then. Turner. Oh yeah, <laughs> I want to hear that story. Yeah. Oh, that's that a good fun. one. I, to be honest though, we kind of enjoyed it. Like there's a part of us that were like, because we weren't stressing about it. Yeah. It was kind of fun. Yeah. We were just kind of <laughs> like, this yeah. is crazy. It was fun. <laughs> That's good. Because... Oh, and our families are crazy. That's just a general across the board. Well, if you know going in that they're kind of nutty. <laughs> yeah. And your expectations. that Set like... the bar low. Yeah. Yeah. And be surprised when they don't kill each other. Yeah. Perfect. That's what like, we did. Yeah. That's it. I feel like that's definitely some gen- generic advice out there. Like don't expect <laughs> right. I don't, on your wedding day out of nowhere for people who have always been unreliable yeah. or kooky or selfish to somehow magically become different people. Yeah. Like In they fact, are who they are. It's heightened, I think. On yeah. Those days. Like yeah. you either love them or you don't. And you yeah. know who I love? That cat. Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who <laughs> is crying at the door to be brought in. The star of the show. Ruthie. Hi, dog. <laughs> Hi, little fatty. Um, she's going to want to be on somebody's lap. So whoever we'll wants see. to take that uh, duty. Is that me? Duty. Yeah, Pam. Come here, All right, yeah, we made a duty joke. <laughs> duty joke. Um, but now that we have the dog in the room, we can definitely start the, the, the meat and potatoes Let's of the podcast. It. So um, we're going to get into reading some confessionals and some advice questions. Sweet. Are you ready to go? I'm ready. Some I've got advice? plenty of advice. On... Okay, cool. Pammy is going to read the first uh, confessional. It's a confessional, right? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Better get wiggled on in there. Okay. Ruth, are you good? We're good? She okay. snuggled. Do it. Dear Wedding Confessionals, My dad and I practiced for months to have the perfect dance for our father-daughter dance. It was going to be amazing. Our moves were in sync, and we were ready to impress. My wedding night finally arrives, and the ceremony was perfect. My groom was the most handsome there ever was. I mean, everything was going great. Even my nerves had died down some now that we were getting into the reception festivities. And then finally, after the dinner, it was showtime. The lights went dim, the music started, and somehow I got off on the wrong foot, which led me to trip and bump hard into my dad, who then tripped up himself and fell into my aunt's chair, knocking them both over. As for me, I ended up on my butt in the middle of the dance floor with everyone staring. Not the most graceful performance, but certainly... The most memorable from Just Call Me Graceful in West Virginia. <laughs> well done. This sounds like your your wife's worst nightmare because she said she's a bad dancer. Not her worst nightmare, but, but probably what she expected to happen. Yeah. <laughs> I held her up. I just held her up. Just like hold people up. Yeah. I appreciate that she had a good attitude with this. Sure. She yeah. could easily just start crying or... I could have ruined her, the rest of her night. Yeah. I also hope her aunt was sturdy. <laughs> Well, she you was know. seated, so. I know, but sometimes they're older and hips, and hips. you know, you just yeah. think people falling. I get worried. Dad mowing people down. Well, we heard about Kristen and Clay. Right, and the four With the father-in-law. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So now I'm like really sensitive. But look, you know what? I have what? to make sure I don't laugh. Right, I know. Yeah, make sure, because Pam laughed. I, oh, I heard. I heard. It was horrible. <laughs> it was horrible. I know, it was. It was cold-blooded. <laughs> look, the, the, here's the way I think about it. How many, how many weddings have you guys been to? Dozens. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Has anyone ever passed out or thrown up or any of like 
any of those yeah. things? Yeah. And you remember them. Yes. You They're the most that? memorable things. That's <sighs> what, that's like one of the things is that I know people say this and it's really true. The weird things that happen they that go out. wrong, they become the funny stories later. Mm-hmm. So definitely yes. try like the sneezing thing that we talked about in the last episode. Was that like two? Yeah. Two, three two. episodes ago. Yeah. yeah. But it's like, it sucks. And there's definitely things that happened in mind that, in the moment, it was like, ugh. Yeah, exactly. But it's totally my anecdote. The story that Jessica will tell is yeah. going to be a memory. It's the anecdote. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, she's got one. Everyone needs one. Yeah. And like, like you say. It was a boring wedding. It seems right? like she's got a good attitude about it. Like, eh, it wasn't the most graceful. Like, it, yeah. it's not, it didn't ruin my wedding. It wasn't the worst thing in the world. Yeah, even though she practiced and was ready and, you know, it could have been like, I mean... Clearly, it wasn't the highlight of <laughs> her wedding. It was for everybody in attendance. Yeah. <laughs> well, I also think it's nice that it sounds like she has a good relationship with her dad. Yeah. And they yeah, got to, you know what sweet. I mean? It sounds like, it sounds fun. Yeah. I like this one. I'm glad she sent it in. Because mm-hmm. sometimes they come in and they're sad or yeah. they're kind of depressed. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's like a sad story where someone's like upset with somebody. Right. But it's, I, I enjoy the people that send in ones that are kind of They're silly. fun. Yeah. 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 He <laughs> Okay, so are we ready to move on to the next one? Ooh, it's me. Ooh, it's advice. Ooh, it's mm. I don't know if this is going to be as fun. Usually advice ones are a little darker. <laughs> okay, here we go. Ooh, it's kind of a long one. Settle in, everyone. Dear wedding confessionals, my boyfriend proposed to me a few months ago. In the first week of being engaged, I decided it would be a good idea if we made a pact to both eat healthy, exercise more, and motivate each other to get really fit for the wedding day and our honeymoon on the beach. It's It's been fun working out with each other. We try to go to the gym at the same time, and we've even signed up for a spin class together. Well, that's cute. But the diet portion of our uh, team weight loss plan has been the worst. I know the lack of carbs and sweets has made me crabby, and my boyfriend is clearly also miserable. We are now starting to snap at each other constantly, and all I think about is food. It was my big, stupid idea to do this whole, quote, hot for the honeymoon weight loss plan. (laughs) Is that a thing? I don't know. Maybe that's what they made it. But now I want out. I don't care if we both look chubby in our tuxes. There's no way I can keep this up for another six months. How do I quit this diet without making my fiance feel like I'm quitting him or our future marriage? Signed, Mr. Low Low Carb Quitter in Virginia. Oh, jeez. It took a dark turn at the end, like you say. Quitting on our marriage. Jeez, well, just a couple of we, potato <laughs> chips. Lighten up. Christ. Oh, man. I think he's just hungry. He's yeah. hungry. <laughs> you can hear thing. it in the typing. There's just, he's just like craving oh. carbs. You should have given my tater tots. <laughs> I know. Oh, yeah. Mm. Okay. First of all, I, I understand. Ooh, is that me? <laughs> I'm so sorry. Guys. By the way, that was my alarm to remind myself to take out my garbage. So don't mm. let me forget later. Fresh night. Oh, took wait. mine out already. It already took out. He's doing the weird oh, making the burgers right. and the tots. Now everybody at home knows. Everybody's going to say, you guys all caught up at home? <laughs> all of our trash is out. We're good. <laughs> the dog's in the studio. We've had tater tots. The garbage is on the streets. Back to this guy's problem. Back to yeah, weddings. Yeah. Oh, is there somebody else in this world? <laughs> nope. It's just me. Just us. Me, me, me. Okay. So, okay. So... In general, I understand the idea behind wanting to diet for your wedding day because of all the photos and because there's now kind of this almost like stigma of Mm. you have to look fit, you know, to fit in certain dresses or these guys, they're tuxedos and they want to look trim and look great. I mean, how often do you hire professional photographers for yourself? I get it. But man, dieting is hard anyway. You put a deadline on the most important day of your life. Yeah, dieting. Just adding more stress on to, top of yeah. wedding stress. Right. Because like, dieting why? takes time. You have to like plan your food and you have to work out. Like I understand like I'm a healthy person. And when you want to lose a couple pounds, it's effort and it's mind space. So you have to dedicate to it. And you're so distracted by your wedding. Oh, it's so hard. Yeah. I don't blame people and I don't think it's wrong necessarily. I just, man. But I, I also feel that there are clues in this letter that 
the author is the he was the one who was passive not passive aggressively but sort of being like hey babe maybe we could uh, lose a few pounds you know like we'll do it together like he was trying to be yeah. always supportive and then he's the one who fell victim to the oh god this sucks it like sucks. so mm. he's he's been foisted by his own petard is that the, like i think he his it, own potato his own potato chip he, so yeah i think i think uh, if we're getting serious about it i yeah. think i think the i mean he might his his fiance is probably as miserable as he is. It sounds and like And I think it. one conversation could clear this up in terms of are you as miserable as me? Yeah. Are you happy enough where we are? Then let's just like let's just eat some. I would role play this right on. now. You play the 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 chubby fiance that wrote us. Okay. I'll play the chubby fiance that didn't go. Uh, hey babe. Yeah, babe. Uh, I hate dieting. Do you hate dieting? Oh my god, I hate it so oh much. Oh my god, Please I love you so much. Oh, let's go oh, eat pizza. Let's go. Yeah, I love right? you. <laughs> Why that took all of seven seconds. Honestly, if he's miserable, I think that this is not going to be yeah. a problem. Pam's making a face. Uh-oh. She's worried. The dog is it also It could just wiggling. be the dog, yeah. <laughs> Ruthie and I are still getting comfortable over here. No, I mean, yeah, but he he mentioned, like you said, there's clues in here. And he mentioned something about the fiancé feeling like he's quitting on him. And he may just be a little dramatic, but there also may be something where, you know, the fiancé maybe is into it and, and and is feeling like, wow, okay, we are doing this together and it's good. And he really does have that like, oh my gosh, yeah. what if I do bring this up? You know, how well, is he going to feel? He might also be pleasantly surprised by the answer is that like, yeah, I'm going through it too, but they can then bond and kind of make it to the finish line together yeah. knowing that they're both suffering. Yeah, it's not talking easy. about it doesn't necessarily mean that you have You're to quit it. it. Yeah. Or also you can alter your plan. Like right. maybe... Maybe you not, don't have to lose 30 pounds for the wedding. Right, maybe it's not as goal. strict. You find a different food type of have plan. Have a cheat day. Sure. Yeah. Oh, che- date night. Date night date cheat night. day. Yes. Yeah, maybe that's... Yeah, I think, but I, you got to start talking about it. Yeah. Well, that's the main thing is communication, which is good for their wedding in the end. Sure. So because if you're just sitting there suffering in silence, that's not yeah. good. So yeah. learn to communicate with your you know husband-to-be. Yeah, because your option is either be honest or start sneaking potato chips behind his back and then like that's not a good way to start your relationship long term the potato chip lobby is gonna be so happy with this podcast we've been giving them plugs nonstop. big potato i mean i've been talking about tater tots exactly for the last 30 oh, minutes. we're getting potato. we're getting payola from, the pota- <laughs> from big, idaho big just taters checks, just checks from idaho checks. every week coming in Ugh. We're going to have Mr. Potato Head on next week as our guest. <laughs> He's our celebrity guest. <laughs> when you married Mrs. Potato Head, was she nervous? Did her eyes and arms fall off? Or? <laughs> Which mouth did she wear? What did you put in that little space in your butt? <laughs> oh, that's a, so weird, right? That's so odd. What Why is it, a is trunk? What is that? And it's spring-loaded? <laughs> Come on, just give us a separate compartment, a bag or something. I don't have to put his eyes in his ass. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> It gave me body dysmorphia as a child trying to figure it out how I can get my own fist. Oh, wait. I did figure that out. That's a, that's a whole nother. Oh, We're learning more about Brian. Exactly. But yeah, yes. right? I think you got to yeah. talk to him. Talk. And then you got you to gotta talk to him and you got to... And also, and this is, again, a serious point. If he fell in love with you 10 pounds overweight or chubby or whatever, he, he loves you. He's not going to love you less because... You don't want to lose that weight. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's no, yes. there's no, there's no bait and switch here of like, hey, I'm skinny and now I'm fat and you have to marry me. Sorry, you lose. Ah! You know what I mean? <laughs> no take backs. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's You're a good. You're definitely all good. a clause in the wet, in the proposal, right? No take backs. <laughs> right. You're stuck with this. Um, so we have another uh, advice uh, question, mm. and we're gonna make Brian read it oh, with boy. his good actor voice. All right. So <clears throat> use the basic <clears throat> part of it. Dear Dear Wedding Confessionals, my fiance is all about the wedding budget. Oh, now I see why you gave me this one. Oh, I didn't. We Mm -hmm. didn't mean to. It's just we always get the third one to the guest. Sure. Anyway, my fiance is all about the wedding budget, and I'm the one who doesn't want to stress over money before we're even married. Now, trust me, I don't want to go into serious debt before I say I do, but I also don't want to skip important items from our wedding like a videographer or even a guest book just because it wasn't in the budget. I understand how important the budget is, but I also only plan on getting married once and I want to make sure it's done the way I envision it, budget or not. Is there a way for us to find some common ground so we make it to our wedding day with us both happy with the final details? From Dealing with Scrooge McDuck in Connecticut. 
Hmm. So her fiance is swimming through piles of gold in a <laughs> in a vault somewhere. A duck. Mm. I love that. Um, <laughs> sorry, that was a Ducktales. Sorry, I just was thinking. <laughs> Not a big off, Ducktales fan. No, off track. I read this thing. I have to find a link to it. I sent it to my friend the other day because she's uh, in the military, and I sent somebody else who is a randomly a Scrooge McDuck fan. That's weird. They love Ducktales. They're everywhere. But They're everywhere. did you know that Donald Duck was really like in the Navy? Like his little outfit he wears. He actually really? the history of Donald Duck. Like there are old comic book strips where he was in the Navy, and that's Huey, Dewey, and Louie had to go live with Scrooge McDuck because his dad was overseas dad was sent to yes. war. Oh. And then also apparently in some other sketch later, some comic book stri- strip, there was some sort of fireworks that went off and Donald like hid because he thought it was oh, God. war. Donald, Donald has, was shell-shocked. His PTSD, which explains his anger issues. <laughs> and it's, I mean, that's... it doesn't explain where his pants are. Well, but that's it, true. It well, you know those Navy that's boys. Another... Yeah. I'm going to find this link and put it somewhere on like our Facebook or Instagram because it blew my fucking mind. <laughs> anyway, so sorry to bring it down, but yeah, Donald really. Duck Donald is Duck. a, a veteran. Our, with our boys overseas. Mm-hmm. He's a veteran. Okay. And we I have hope he's getting the help, he's he getting help from the Veterans Affairs because yeah. they really neglect ducks Yeah, <laughs> and veterans. So anyway, back anyway. to the... Back- Back, Back to the question. Yes. Um, yeah. So how does she balance wanting it all with a, a man who is uh, understands that there's a budget? Well, I think this is one where this is, I mean, the, the advice is, is actually warranted in terms of asking her friends about who, I don't even know, is it a, is, was, it, was it the bride or the groom here that I was asking? I think the bride wrote in. Wrote in. Okay, she that's what sounds I like a bride. Yeah. yeah, I didn't want to judge just because I'm the it's groom cool. and I'm the cost yeah. conscious one. Yeah. I think asking people, what are the things in your wedding that you could have done without and you thought were so important on the day? You know, and, oh, and, so and quiz kind of, other people. Yeah, and getting a yeah. consensus of like, you know what, you don't want to skimp on, like we said, the music because everyone wants to dance, the food because everyone's going to say, oh, the prime was cold. You know, but the things, oh, you know what? The guest book is cool, but you put it in a, in a filing cabinet somewhere and I've never looked at it again or et cetera, et cetera. You know, I think tell, people saying what they found important and also, you you know, obviously you, you know yourself and I think you, you know what you're going to want to save on and what it has to be there. Sounds like she does it though. Well, yeah. Well, that's why yeah, she should she ask other people. All. That's why she should ask people like us. Yeah. Okay. They get top threes from people. Sure. I like that. Do a, Pam, what do you think? A Venn diagram of yes. well, where the things overlap. All right, I, I bet her, her fiance, because he's like a budget person, I bet he yeah. would like to make some sort of chart. Mm. He'd be down. He's got his Excel, Excel spreadsheet. spreadsheet. Oh, Excel spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Oh, I love them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just when they self, they finish the column uh, for you. Autofill. Oh, mm. Sorry, Pam, what were you saying? Oh, my goodness. Um, By the way, I love that all three of us are super like, cheap people. Excel. So, of course, we love Excel. We're all nerdy with our Excel spreadsheets. And I bought it with the student package, so I got it for 10% off from the Mac store. No? Oh, no. Mm. No, I, I mean, it's it, to me, it sounds like, you know, a, a budget's good. I'm a budget person. I love a budget, how to budget for my wedding. But I think, you know, there's also ways to, you know, you can have flowers, but they don't have to be the biggest mm. or a ton of them. You can still have flowers and keep it small and tasteful. And you can still, there's ways to have everything, yeah. I think, like that you don't need to necessarily cut, but you can still, but, you know, you just have to be creative and think outside the box. Like we didn't have a videographer at our wedding. We, this will tell you when we got married, there were those um, flip video mm. cameras and we had five of them all around that we bought off of like Craigslist and things like that that people were done with and we put them all around and said, you know, take video. So ours, our, our video is all very, you know, um, personal. You know, it's not taken from an outside. Right. It was, it's um, it's the, just me zooming in on butts. <laughs> There's that. That was that, that was one, but thank one goodness the there cameras. were four other cameras. One right. of the cameras just butts. <laughs> yeah, but it, I agree. It's it's a lot like like when you're re- renovating a house. Like where do you want to spend the money? You're not going to put all the money into a bedroom. You know your kitchens and your bathrooms is where you spend your money. You know, and so <laughs> you want to return on your you want to return on your investment on your wedding. So if you know, like you said, spend your money on your your band and your food, but don't you know you can still have flowers. But like you yeah. say, go to a go to just a local florist and maybe they've got a 
a deal on day old flowers and you can buy them all day old or something. I don't know. Make oh, it do a they look. do that? Yeah. I will say. <laughs> Dead you know, flowers. That's my theme. It's funny. Everything that, dies. That you said on there, eh, the guest book. You don't need that. Like that was the thing you immediately said. Whereas yeah. when I was listening to you read it and I was reading along, the first thing I thought was, girl, get the guest book. It's like 50 bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like if there's certain I'm making things, a point, Brooke. Yes, it's not about no, the guest book. But I think it's a matter of really making a list of all the things that could you could possibly want and sometimes eliminating some of them just completely. Mm-hmm. And other ones figure doing out, it a different way. Yeah, a different like you way. don't need the fifty dollar guest book. Get the, you know, five dollar get the composition book and make it like a cool, cute little handmade thing that everyone wrote in at school or something yeah i, I will say <laughs> right if i'm no? going to <laughs> no no one wants know, you guys idea? are coming along well. with me on this <laughs> how about some like a, a brown, brown paper bag <laughs> just kind of write your name on a brown paper bag okay um i will say if i think of like the one thing and i'm not trying to to hate on bakers but the the wedding cake yeah by the time you get around to it it's pretty and it's fun for the visual not that many people eat it yeah Mm-hmm. Get a personal People cake. have left. Get a one that's ten inches, and you and your People bride are have People drinking, yeah. and they don't want sweets right now. I just it's a little dry. God, it's usually a little dry. And it's also, I mean, it's also it's like a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, it's a thousand. But if I it's mean, a big one. it's oh, also, yeah. I think, in our modern kind of, uh, I think weddings are changing. I mean, certainly people still like traditional weddings, but mm-hmm. I think there are certain things that people get are doing away with daddy daughter dances and and like speeches from everybody and like they, people understand about streamlining and be like oh, let's let's get to the fun stuff, and I think maybe cutting the cake and all and doing the garter and throw you know make the, some of that stuff starts to. Do you guys like the garter thing? It it's creepy. No, it's creepy. It's creepy. I yes. don't want to see the. I mean, I, I do feel bad because like legs, I've but... witnessed a lot of people do it, mm-hmm. and I know, and I think it's just. I mean, obviously either fine with it because you grew up with it but i never when i was younger and all those those <laughs> weddings in my grandparents living room there was never a car that came <laughs> yeah. off of my grandma <laughs> i at my cousin's wedding i was seven years old and um i caught the bouquet and this guy and i'm i'm seven and this guy who is about six four caught the garter and we had to do a dance gross mm. Right? Ew. He danced on his knees. That's what I remember is that That's I danced sweet, with this though. guy. He's yeah, trying to, probably trying to not make the ick factor. Yeah. Right. Speaking poor, of it, speaking also, of... poor guy, like in that position. Yeah. <laughs> I got to dance with a seven-year-old. Yeah. I know. Creepy. Speaking I of mean... ick, ick factor, I realized I just went, <laughs> and made it sound like I thought that was like hot but I was making I want the listeners to know that I was making a disgusted face and going, mm. not mm. Okay. Thanks for clarifying. Yeah, just let you know. Oh, we all think you're a straight up creeper. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You've already made that abundantly clear. So my aunt got married in the living room. (laughs) It was so hot. Wedding confessionals after dark. After dark. That's what happens. You get a couple of tots in me and we get things get a little blue. We one more, one more, one more, one more story, Pammy. Yeah, yeah, we got time. Let's do it. Dear Wedding Confessionals, a few years ago, I was DJing a wedding where the wedding crashers did more than just steal drinks. Some guys came in and robbed the whole wedding at gunpoint. It was so crazy. They took wallets, watches, and jewelry off the guests and then made off with all the presents and envelopes from the gift table, too. It had been an inside job because the wedding was in a secluded location. I was so glad those guys didn't take my laptop or any of my DJing equipment, though I did lose my wallet and my favorite watch. I felt so bad for the couple because they never found out who robbed their wedding when it was probably somebody they knew. I never had the heart to bill them for the night, though I really could have used the money to replace that my damn watch. Now I tell every couple when they are hiring me for weddings, get a doorman and a strict guest list from Better Safe Than Sorry. Okay, it's those horrible. Are the, those are the most memorable weddings. <laughs> the things that happen you've at your wedding story? that are bad. No, not And you've got PTSD and trauma. Bad about saying that yeah, earlier. Really oh my that. gosh. Uh, this is an exception. Yeah. Wow. Were they getting married somewhere in Eastern Europe? I mean, where there's no laws and it's the Wild West. Just bandits. <laughs> I Oh, fuck. First of all, I'm going to go backwards, but the last thing he said, like imagine finding this DJ online or like through Yelp and you call him and like the <laughs> first, first thing you, you do got a doorman, is, right? You have to have a doorman. 
and a list or I'm not Bouncer. doing your wedding. Nope, and I'm out. like, whoa, this guy's intense. Yeah. I don't think we're going to go with this. But he'll tell this story every time. Yeah. Right? I oh. I mean, he's. I, I think he's convinced, too, that it was somebody in their wedding party. Oh, or not in their wedding party, job. but it, but it could have been. Knew that they the were best getting, man. Somebody but what if it was a caterer? Or, you know, like. Yeah. Or like it could have been anybody who was involved in the whole wedding. Like if it's a secluded place and you're like nobody's gonna be around. This is like a straight up caper. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Dun dun dun. Right. I like the fact that he had to mention me like, I'm glad they didn't take my laptop or my DJ equipment. Like, way to make it about you, DJ. This guy's <laughs> wedding was ruined the worst day of their lives, but like, hey, don't worry, my diplo tracks are safe. <laughs> No, shout out to Diplo. Much love. Shout out to Diplo. Um, but I do feel for him that he's just trying to go to work. <laughs> Seriously. And he lost his wallet and his, and his watch. watch. Yeah. I like the part where he's like, I didn't have the heart to bill them. I wonder if anyone did. I wonder yeah. if the caterer, like, who has the heart after that to be like, well, and then Here's slide the bill across yeah. the table. Sorry about your wedding. <gasps> what if that was all a scam to get so everything they didn't have for to pay. free? That's the best no. idea I've ever heard. Listen, I'm not saying it's true because I don't think it is. And I feel really bad for this couple. But guys. What a great what caper. If? That would be a great idea. This is the twist <laughs> after the twist. This is an M. Night Shyamalan movie. My jaw is on the floor. <laughs> I just thought of that. That would be crazy. Okay. So also, what point in the reception? Okay. So if this was you, this was your wedding, Brian. Okay. And this happened to... At what point do you stick them up? You. No, I'm saying is that if this happened to you like really early on in the reception, like it just started... Would I continue on with the night? Would you continue <laughs> on with the night? Well, considering the DJ equipment wasn't taken, I'd say, hey, let's keep dancing. Like, but, what do you do at that point? Yeah, Drinks um, for everyone. Yeah. That's a tough call because it would depend a lot on... The timing. The timing. It would depend on the, like where we were, you know, in terms of... Do we have to all go downtown and make a statement to the police or could we kind of oh, just hang? Yeah. And, that would, and would you, like, as the groom and Pam bride, in this mm. scenario, apparently you guys got married. Okay. Work yeah. with it. Yeah. I'd be pushing Pam right in front of me and using her as a human shield. Is she's that what you're about that, to ask? She's not that big. No. <laughs> well, only because we went on that hot for the honeymoon diet before we got married. <laughs> right. Thank you, Pam, for sticking to it. You look so great yes. in your tux, oh, Pam. You look great. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the cake. Mm. Carbs. <laughs> so, um... My question is, after the wedding fiasco happens, mm -hmm. the next day, the next week, are you half-ass grilling everyone constantly? Are you really trying to get down to the bottom of this? <laughs> did Seriously. you guys really have a good time at the wedding? No. I what mean, time did you arrive? Right. When did you leave? Like, for the rest of your lives, are you just suspicious of everyone? I'm sorry, in case anyone picks up on the mic. That was, that was me, sorry. It sounded like someone farted and it was just the dog grunting. Grunting. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought you were going to ask, would I have a half-ass approach to my marriage because it started <laughs> under such auspicious beginnings? Like, no, maybe I mean, this is a sign. Does this destroy no. all of your other relationships? Here's the thing for me. He's convinced that it was somebody from the wedding. I, on the other hand, would be like, I, I don't feel like... That would be, I would feel like it was, you know, the dishwasher's buddy, cousin, whatever, who oh, wasn't yeah. making very much money. He's like, yeah. you know what? This is an easy target. Yeah. Or he just doesn't have, know the people, just knows that they're there. Yes. And they have money. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's where I would go so with my bride, mind. as bride. Because I would not want to live the rest of my life being suspicious of all my that's friends true. and family. We don't want to, we don't want to. You as a couple, are you united Yeah, I think front? so. Okay, Only because cool. I don't want to put that much faith in, in the DJ's assessment of how this went down unless he, he moonlights as a detective. them. Yeah, I know. <laughs> He's a good Guys, man. I've seen a lot of capers go down from behind these turntables and trust me, this was an inside job. <laughs> I, th I think what I'd, if he's a PI he moonlights yeah. as a yeah exactly. any job that is like initials yeah but the problem is every time he draws a gun and says get down everyone starts dancing <laughs> oh. get out guys it's been really nice having yeah, Brian I think he has we to should, leave I'm gonna go yeah. I'm taking Ruthie with me oh man 
that note. Oh, God. I, but seriously, that sucks. That if sucks. you happen to be the couple that that happened to you, I know we're laughing or whatever, but yeah. man. This is like the, the women on America's Funniest Home Videos who are like blowing out a cake and their hair catches on fire and the wedding dress goes like, it's hilarious. But she's also got third degree burns. Hilarious. Yeah. Like, this is the worst thing that could happen on the, your most special day. So Yeah. yeah. Guns in your face. Oh, I have Thanks. a note of when it's as you were reading it. Mm. One last thing. Real talk. You're at a wedding. You've already maybe had a couple. You're in a good mood. And a gun is now in your face. Do you pee a little? I think I'm peeing myself. Just so you know. They're thinking about it. Brian's thinking he's got it under control. Well, I'm, I'm a teetotaler as well as right. a cheapskate. So I wouldn't be in my cups at okay. all. But I also have watched a lot of cops. And I, I think maybe I just make a move for the gun and no, oh, not, at all. not at all, not oh. at all. No, I'd be, I, I literally would use my wife as a human shield. Just I would pee. My, I think I would pee myself. I think I would just like, ah, like, I don't think I'd have control. Pam is Pam. Being I don't control. know. I don't you have to pee constantly. You always pee. tiny tiny. I don't have any pee problems. You probably would have to pee because you weren't allowed to go to the bathroom during the no, holdup. Probably uh. in the bathroom <laughs> when the holdup happened. You're just stumble out. Hey, what's going on? Why'd the music stop? Guys, why is it? Where's the, the DJ? DJ's like, it's where's not the DJ's my watch? Fault. Why is he wearing a watch? Any, what's going on? Does anyone know what time it is? Get down. All right. That's called a callback, listeners. <laughs> Thank you for bringing back the badge. <laughs> From four minutes ago, just in case anyone forgot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. But seriously, I feel bad for those guys. For all of them, because yes. he's seriously, you know, affected by this for the rest of his life. Yeah. And his business is going to be affected because every person that wants to hire him after that is going to be like, this guy's way too have a bouncer. Yeah. Because he can't not tell the story. But by yes. the same token, if it's the first thing people are like, we're really excited. Be like, just be, sh- be careful you don't aren't the victim of an armed robbery. Because I was. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> He's never going to get anybody to hire him because he's just yeah, going to be that guy true. with trauma. Oh, man. It seems to be a recurring theme. Donald what? Duck and his PTSD. Everyone's got Donald Duck. Poor Donald. Oh, oh, poor Donald. So, um, thanks. <laughs> Wraps it up today with yeah. all of our stories. We covered Donald Duck. Mm-hmm. His pants. Tater tots. Big potato. Big tater. Big tater. Um, so, uh, <laughs> damn you, Idaho. <laughs> no, we can't have Idaho hate us. Mm, damn what? it. Mm. Every. Oh, because all seven of our potential listeners there? No, every episode we end up like saying something rude about a place. <laughs> it's a thing. Before we. we... <laughs> okay, it's me. I said something about Florida, and then we actually oh, said well, something about Bakersfield. They can't Bakersfield, figure out how to work computers in Florida, and now so it's don't worry Idaho. So just put them on a list. I'm gonna get a map in here, and we'll just start pinning all the places. Well, I'm from Jersey, so I can just I can cross that off a list if you want, and just make fun of everybody from Jersey. I love Jersey. So do I, but oh, okay. everyone hates us. I really do like Idaho, though. Yeah, I've never been there. I'm sure it's nice. My yeah. brother lives there. It's yeah, beautiful. Yeah, shout mm. out to Idaho. Idaho. So, um, Diplo and Idaho. Diplo and Idaho. Getting shout outs. But, I think but, we just named the episode what? of the podcast. Diplo and Idaho. Yep. Done. But uh, still, fuck you, Florida. Wow. Yeah. I have no love for Florida. Damn. Sorry. Disney World? Screw that place. <gasps> How dare you? Wow. You can go back into the swamp. How dare What? Florida? Remember. No, Disney World. Oh, Disney World no, you don't I'm like? I'm kidding. I'm fine. You're more team Disneyland? Sure. I'm more great adventure in Jackson, New Jersey. Six Flags. <laughs> Jersey strong. Jersey, Jersey strong. Jersey Strong. I'll take right. great adventure in Jersey over Disney World any day. <laughs> sure. Shots fired. <laughs> so um, as we wrap up every episode, we like to give a bridal break. It is just a fun suggestion to um, our listeners about something that is not wedding related at all. So when they want to take a break and step away from all this insane craziness, they can do these things or whatever products or ideas or movies or whatever so they can just take a break, not think about the damn wedding for a minute, enjoy their lives before they have to go back to their tuxedo diet. Um, uh, I'm going to go first. Yeah. Mine is a iPhone app called Hamhorn. It is free. <laughs> Do you know this app? Uh, sure. Yeah, I'm, I keep up on all the apps, Brooke. I don't. They send me a, a monthly mailer. I don't know if it's a common app. Um, so <laughs> it, it looks like an air horn, like one of those like, like just, you know, in your hand, air horn, like you're on a boat or whatever. But it the, when you open it, the default setting is to the rap air horn noise, which let me get my volume up. It sounds like this. 
it's so stupid, <laughs> but it elevates any moment to a whole new level of dumb. I will walk into any party with that shit playing and it always goes over really, really well. So if you want to, I will put a link to the ham horn so that you guys can annoy your loved ones. Is it free? Is it a free app? Because you know, as, as you know, I don't like to spend money on free things. If I, it is free. I don't have to. The other thing and the reason why it's called ham horn is that there's another feature on there that you have to kind of go into. It's not the default setting. And it's, if you ever watched 30 Rock, mm-hmm. there's an episode where... Tracy Jordan's wife is the spokesperson for ham because I like the way she says ham. <laughs> so the other Please option. Please tell me it's on there. <laughs> okay, so that one got them. I prefer the rap horn, but obviously it seems to go well with you guys. <laughs> yeah, but she didn't believe that the dinosaurs were real. No. Yeah, so I'm not sure I can. <laughs> All right, you know what? When you put it that way, I take it back. Sold. Well done. <laughs> I feel like I could use that as a, a trigger anytime my son does something wrong. They're like, get off the couch. Ca- can't you shoot off the... He'd get off the couch. Oh, man. That mm. would Good also idea. be great to get him to never want to go to Vegas as an adult because he'd have sense memory of that noise. <laughs> that <sound>. <laughs> <laughs> I never want to be a DJ. Let's get it started. <laughs> oh, wait. Get down. There we go. Comedy in threes. Oh, jeez. So um, mine is the uh, ham horn. I'll send you guys a link to get it. It's free on the iTunes app store. So enjoy. Nice. Ham. Ham. <laughs> um, Brian, do mm. you have something? I do. Um, I have the, well, I have two things. because okay. What I, is with our guests not bringing one, but bringing two? two? I know. We send them rules. You know what? And they break them immediately. I'm a, I'm a rule breaker. I'm a maverick. Okay, I'll allow it. Yeah. Well, I I have one because I feel I feel like as a groom I should bring a groom's escape, but mm-hmm. then a general escape for the couple as well. Oh, okay. So I'm gonna plug a another podcast after you finish listening to this one. Nice. The reason I'm I'm suggesting it is because podcasts usually are like oh, you kind of listen in the background, you know they're fun. This is one that you like can literally get lost in in terms an immersive immersive world. Ooh. It's a podcast called, and I'm going to try to get the name right. It's called Uncle Birdie's Magical Botanarium. Oh, and it's a a fictional a story. You know, it's basically an yeah. episodic podcast uh, starring Jermaine Clement from Flight of the Concords. Love him uh, about a fictional world uh, where. Uh, there are botanists and touching and enjoying deriving pleasure from plants is illegal. And he has this backstory about his crazy uncle Bertie who traveled to find the, the pleasure lily. And it's, it's bizarre and there's no way to explain it, but it's, is it a comedy or it's is it a adventure? comedy? It's very, even though he's from New Zealand, it's very British comedy, which is why I, I think it's a little more husband geared. Cause a lot of time I know Kristen, for example, yeah. can't stand Clay's, taste in you know Anything. british comedies and things like that because it is a little dry and my wife can't couldn't be bothered with it either but i think it's it's so funny and so like dry and there's these little asides in the back of like you'll hear somebody in the back be like oh that's quite odd and this is hilarious <laughs> you know so if it's one of those things where if you liked monty python think, well more like uh it well kind of a flight of the concords kind okay. of you know mm-hmm. there, yeah there's, his it's very view. dry, but it's but it's very stylized, and the music is great because yeah. he did a lot of the music. It's it's and like I said, it's it's something that you can like sit down. And it's almost like watching a television show, binging it. Except I do it in the car and I listen, yeah. to it and it takes me away. And it's how long has it been gone? How many episodes? They're on their second season now. Oh, cool! Uh, mm-hmm. The first season is all available on on Pod Center on your phone and stuff. I yeah. think the second season is still coming out now. It's on Stitcher and stuff. But cool. Um, so I recommend that. But yeah. also, just in terms of sitting down after you plan stuff all day and watching something, mm-hmm. uh, watch Catastrophe on, I believe it's on Amazon. Amazon. Yeah. Amazon Prime. Amazon is the story of an American who travels to, to Britain on work and meets a woman and knocks her up and they decide, I'm not spoiling anything because this all happens right away. Yeah. Like that rather, they'll just try to make it work. And it's about basically how a marriage can, the different ways a marriage can kind of come together it's not yeah. 10 years of courtship it could be 20 minutes of passionate sex in a coat room and then you got a baby there so what go. are you gonna yeah. do and it's it's twisted and dark but really touching and yeah. in, the, in the way that those british kind of comedies are and it's the last thing carrie fisher did besides star wars she plays the mother one of the mothers in it and it's yeah very sweet so i've seen i saw the first season yeah i'm i, I definitely it's on my list to see the second it's two seasons out I right so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 
it's I, I enjoy their um their interactions are very realistic. And it's like what, what we do with our husband. We say horrible off color like yeah. twisted things that if you said them in public, people would think you were the worst people in the world. Because when you're with your wife, I just say them into a microphone. Sure, now. yeah. <laughs> So those are my recommendations. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, Uncle Birdie's Magical Botanarium or Mysterious... Bi- Uncle Birdie. Search for Uncle Birdie. I will, we will send Uncle a link Birdie. in the show notes. Yeah. And catastrophe. And yeah, we'll make sure to do that. Also, that the Jermaine... What's his last name? Clement. Clement. He is... You will know his singing from... I want to Moana, right? Moana. Mm-hmm. He's yes. the turtle, right? The is crab. it Crab? Yes. Crab? What is the song? Shiny. Shiny. <laughs> right? <laughs> Yes. Did I do it right? Perfect. Thanks. Sounded just like him. <laughs> I haven't yeah. seen it. My wife takes our son to all the movies, so I get to actually sit home and Oh, I play saw on one. I saw Moana with her hours. kids. And let me tell you, <laughs> can I just give you just advice, anyone, if you meet Pam's children and yeah. you want to watch a movie with them that they've seen before? Just know going in that it's not only like you're gonna get spoilers, because I expect that, but her kids will sit right next to you and right before the scene goes, goes this part's going to get sad. <laughs> and it's like, this song's really good. <laughs> it's like before any that scene sounds starts, helpful. she's like setting you up for the emotional, yeah. like, like peak of whatever it is that's going on. She's like, prepare yourself. Do you like fire? Cause there's a lot of fire coming here. <laughs> so good. And like, not even like whispering to herself, like in my face being like, get ready. <laughs> this is going to be sad. <laughs> I have the, re- the reverse experience when I went to see the the last of the Star Wars prequels, and just as Luke and Leia were born, somebody behind me goes, "Wait, they brother and sister!" <gasps> and oh. Oh, man. now every time I watch it, I go, "I can't believe they're brother and sister." Thank goodness <laughs> that person behind me. Oh, spoiler alert: Luke and Leia are brother and sister. What? What? That changes everything. Yeah. Oh my God, forget it. Um, Pammy, do you want to give your bridal break? My bridal break is something i'm obsessed with lately and it is kombucha or kombucha not really sure how to say it i, I say cha. you'd say cha? Cha? I heard kombucha cha. kombucha kombucha um it is yeah, a sure. fermented tea which sounds disgusting yeah um but it's really good i would have to say that it is an acquired taste though and i don't know why i just kept trying it but <laughs> i love it did you so you didn't like it in the beginning it's a, it's weird. It's very, it's got a weird kind of like tartness, but I really, I like tart. So I was like, this is odd and I'm not sure about it, but I'm going to keep, and now I'm just addicted to it. I love it. What kind of flavors are, I'm looking at one that says ginger, is it say ginger aid? Yeah, this one's ginger. They have like pomegranate, uh, mango. They have all kinds of different flavors. I mean, but it's still, it's, it's just fermented tea and then they add some juices to sweeten it up a little bit is it supposed but to be healthy what is the, healthy what's, what's it do what's the what's the hook i'm looking at all these words it says enzymes <laughs> enzymes probiotics gut Does, is there the word gut anywhere on probably that label? it's always pam's restart my, my hippie, rebirth my hippie medicine lady mm. it is yeah huh? yeah she is <laughs> oils essential oils no she has me <laughs> No. Okay, I'm going to. She has me eating this honey once a day mm. to prevent colds. What it does well, not prevent to... is eye rolls from my husband. <laughs> you're only supposed to take it when you're sick. Use a one spoon just to for to keep it away, and then when you are sick, three times. No, girl, I've been eating this shit. <laughs> oh boy, Brooke we'll is have to have a talk. pounds. <laughs> the all honey diet. It's just been all. <laughs> I can't get into my tuxedo. <laughs> um, yeah, but there's this honey. We'll have to push it next time. Another, yeah. Next bridal break. But yeah, Pam made me eat this honey to prevent colds. And it sort it of worked work. once. And now I'm hooked. And yeah. my husband thinks I'm bonkers. And I try to time it so that I don't eat this spoonful of honey in front, in front of him. Because if he sees like, oh, fucking honey still. But you forget, and you're like, "Oh, babe, I'll be right back." I get out of bed. He's like, "What are you doing? Nothing. I'm just my food." It's so good. It though. works though. It's kept my kids healthy all winter long. <laughs> I know we sound crazy. I know it's fine. But wait, <laughs> if you give it to them when they have a cold, how does it keep them healthy? It's you start it when if they start to get the sniffles. I mean, one's in preschool and the others in right. kindergarten. So every so, day, I mean, basically. Yeah, That's probably you know, why they... I thought it was every day. You gave me the toddler dosage. <laughs> exactly. 
No, but you know, when they start to like get the sniffles, you start just three. It works. It has medicinal properties, basically. This honey does. So you take three spoonfuls a day when you're starting to feel sick, and it just kind of stops it. So when one person in the house has a little bit of the cold, do you put everyone on the honey? No. Okay. I've just been like Jeff will. I'm putting honey on the walls. Sure. Dog gets honey. It's good. Honey for everybody. Honey for everybody. So, um, so kombucha. So kombucha. <laughs> so back to kombucha. Yes. Donald Duck. Um, so yeah, that's it, guys. Hmm? That's that is it. our podcast. Yes. So um, before we go, Brian, yeah. do you want to do you want to promote anything, push anything? Tell us about yourself, where people find you. If you uh, would like angry tweets about the Brooklyn Nets, uh, you can doesn't? follow me on Twitter at, at @duckmallard. That's uh, D U C K M A I L L A R D. Uh, I'm the same on Instagram, although it's just pictures of my kid, which he's cute. He's cute. He's but cute. I mean, you know, yeah. who wants to, yeah, I guess like you don't have enough follower people that you follow. They're just their ki- pictures of their kids. That's <laughs> anyway. Um, but I don't have anything to promote cause I just, I do mostly commercials. So I would just say, look for me and buy whatever I'm shilling. So they keep the commercials on the air. Watch, watch TV and you'll see him. Sure. Just smiling back at you. Yeah. Whether I like it or not, you're really in my life. Sure. <laughs> Every time I turn just imagine TV. me eating tater tots. Oh man, we screen. gotta get you a tater tot oh, commercial. I would, I'd love to be the tater tot. But then you'd have too many tater tots, and then you wouldn't like them anymore. I don't think that's been a problem for me for other okay products that I've All right. shilled. Let's for. call your agent. Okay, sure, get I'll get on that. Tater tots, big that's, tater. That's definitely how this industry works. You just call and say, "I'd like to be the tater tot spokesman," and boom, Wait, it's done. It doesn't. No, it is. Okay, cool. You got it. Yeah, everyone yeah. out there, that's how. It Let's works. get it done. <laughs> Twitterverse. <laughs> uh, so, Pammy. Yes. We did it again. We, we did. finished another damn episode of this podcast. I love it. They so said you'd never us. do it. I know. They and did. Here we are. All the haters. It was just me. <laughs> I was just saying. It was just Brian. <laughs> um, so, again, Brian, thank you so much for coming. Yes. Thanks for having me. Thanks for it joining us. Um, if anyone is looking for more stories or links to other episodes that we have, please feel free to go to weddingconfessionals.com. That's WeddingConfessionals.com. Also, if you are an iTunes person, you want to get this every darn week, then you should go on and subscribe to us. Hit the subscribe button. Also, maybe leave us a review. Maybe give us five stars, you know, if you're up for it. (laughs) What was that voice? Um, That was my please give us freaking reviews voice. Gotcha. I'm being aggressive about it. Give me five stars. I feel like that's a little much. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. You sound like an armed robber at a wedding. (laughs) Give me five stars and your watch. (laughs) Give me five stars and your watch. But keep the turntables. (laughs) Nobody wants (laughs) that. Nobody wants that shit. (laughs) All right. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Special thanks to Andy Schreier for our adorable theme song and to Ramsey Malay and Brian Maylard for their technical support, which we desperately needed. Want to make sure you don't miss a single episode? Subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud. And make sure to give us a five-star rating, or I guess a four if you're being judgy like us. If you have a crazy story to tell or need some advice, you can reach us by going to our website, weddingconfessionals.com. Or you can email us at weddingconfessionals at gmail.com. Or leave us a voice message at 434-933-2663. That's 434-933-2663. And as always, we will never reveal the names in order to protect the innocent and the annoyed. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you're looking for those links, you can find those and more at our website, which you haven't figured out by now is weddingconfessionals.com. See you guys next time. Bye.